Hey. Hi. Here's your reminder that you are worthy and capable exactly as you are in this moment. Really? There's nothing wrong with the core of you and who you are. I think you're right. If you want to be a hot girl, then you are a hot girl. I am? If you want to do Pilates, you can do Pilates. Yes, I can. And never let anyone tell you any differently. I won't. Let's start the show. Let's go. Pilates is a form-based system of exercise. That means that there are certain positions that we call and movements that we call Pilates. But how important is form and technique in your practice? And is it safe to do something with bad form? Or do you need an instructor's eyes on you at all times to remain safe? Let's get into the nitty gritty and find out what's true and what's not true and how to have a practice that is both safe and fun, engaging, that keeps you coming back for more. Let's get into it. Can you get injured during exercise? Yes, of course. You can get injured almost anywhere in the world, but of course we want to minimize the possibility for injury. The higher the load that you're working with, the higher the risk of an overexertion injury. The number one cause of injury during exercise is a concept we call too much too soon. It doesn't mean that you have no possibility of doing some form of that exercise, but you probably did more than your body was ready for, and it responded with a strain or a muscle tear or even in more extreme cases, something worse. However, the risk of not working out far outweighs the risk of some injury you could sustain during exercise. When I first started working out, I was convinced that if I was walking on the wrong edge of my foot or not rolling through my foot properly when I was walking or moving, that I would end up with an injury that's caused by overuse. And this is something that you probably have felt at some point too, that if you don't rotate your humerus two degrees to the left on your push-up, something bad is going to happen. Here's a couple reasons why I believe it's so strong in the Pilates community, the focus on form. If you are not a dancer yourself, your Pilates instructor most likely is. And I cannot ignore the fact that so many Pilates instructors come from a dance background. In dance, and specifically ballet, which is the first form of movement that I fell in love with, there is a strong emphasis on form and performing the exercise to a standard. And there's a good reason for that. Ballet is a very strict practice of movement that is in preparation for a performance. That's not to say that the practice of ballet doesn't have its merits. It certainly does. But the purpose of ballet was to be performed. And in those performances, it was important for there to be a standard um, for the corps de ballet, for instance, where everyone is going to do their alisicon the same. That way, it looks beautiful, it looks symmetrical, and the human eye loves symmetry and beauty. And when you're in a dance background, we're so used to having our bodies 
kicked apart. Pull your ribs an inch to the left. Drop your tailbone not too much. Roll to the outer edges of your foot, but not too far. You might end up hurting your knees. I mean, we've heard it all, right? And there's no way that all those years of our bodies being picked apart as dancers don't impact us as movers in the future. And that's okay, but it's important to recognize the useful parts of that training and the parts that are not useful for Pilates. Pilates is not a performance art. There's no show at the end of your Pilates practice where you get to show off your your teaser that looks exactly like Joseph Pilates did it or your series of five in the exact way that Romana wanted it performed. So there's no reason for us to all try to fit into a perfect box of a roll-up, the hundred, the single leg circle, any Pilates exercise. It does not need to look the same on every single person. And this comes down to a personal preference as well. I think there's something really beautiful about staying true to Joseph Pilates' work. I reference his writings constantly. I'm thinking about his system deeply for years. And if we're going to call what we do Pilates, I do believe it should resemble the work that Joseph Pilates himself described. But that doesn't mean that different bodies aren't going to look different doing the same exercise. I think Joseph Pilates knew this too. If you look at his clients, there's times that if you look at the footage where he's recorded teaching, there's times where he'll correct someone on something. But then you'll see another client doing that same thing and him not correcting them. And I think it's so important to understand why he did that. It just was not necessary for the person that he had in front of him to make that correction at that time. That's a judgment call we make as teachers constantly. We're always trying to weigh the balance of bringing someone into a position that is more like the classical Pilates work and making sure we're not over picking them apart and over criticizing them in the way that maybe some of us were criticized as dancers. I don't think there's anything wrong with performing a teaser with a flat back and with your legs high up to the sky. If that's the way you like to do the teaser, please continue doing it that way. It's definitely not a dangerous position. If you're not used to it, your hip flexors might get sore, your lower back might get sore, but that's to be expected. Matt Pilates is low impact exercise. It's pretty hard to do too much too soon in a gentle Matt Pilates class. That's not to say it can never happen though. And especially in the classes that I teach that are a little bit higher intensity, think my shake category on RPS, Yes, those could definitely be too much too soon. But let's keep in mind that our bodies do not want to go into a position that's painful for us. And this is kind of that listen to your body concept. If you held your hand under hot water and it started, it got so hot that it burned you, you would pull your hand away. And I want you to trust yourself that if you're practicing and exercising alone, you do know when something is outside of your comfort zone and when it might be too much. There are definitely times that especially perfectionists and anyone who's really passionate about what they do, we push a little too far. We end up getting a little extra doms the next day, that delayed onset muscle soreness, or we pull a muscle. It does happen. And these injuries are not a big deal. It's not something to be scared of. 
Now, I want you to think about some of those posts you sometimes see on Instagram or TikTok where there's a before and after or two slides next to each other, one showing the wrong way to do an exercise and the other showing the right way to do the exercise. I have a little bit of an issue with these posts because I do think the implication is that one way is going to hurt you and the other way is not. When instead, we should realize that the implication is, I like when people do a performance like this or they perform the exercise this way because it's more appealing to my eye, right? That might be what that poster is thinking. They also could be thinking, I want to make this exercise easier for someone to perform or I want to make it harder for someone to perform who's normally been doing it another way. And lastly, they're trying to show you how to make an exercise more efficient, right? And that's something that can be accomplished through changing the position of your bones. The position of your bones in space and the way they move through space will change the muscle that is working and getting stronger. So there's definitely a value and an importance in form and technique. That saying, you want to know the rules before you can break them, I do think there's value in that. But it's not the way that it has to be. You can explore any movement, pattern, direction that you'd like. Our bodies are incredibly resilient. It's amazing how much we can do. But my training in Pilates was very classical. And in the classical work, we're told that you should not move on to the following exercise in the sequence until you've mastered or become proficient at the previous one. And over the years, I've just started to understand the value in that, but also the the way that it's just not necessary to have a beautiful practice. If you want to be super strict to the classical work because you just think that's beautiful or that's just what gets you going and gets you excited about exercise, that's awesome. But I don't want you to think you need to do that in order to be safe. So we've pulled up a little bit of research here because I want to talk about what we know, at least from scientific research on this topic. And number one is what's the most common cause of exercise injuries? And the answer was overexertion, number one, just over 30%. And that's that concept of too much too soon. So it doesn't mean that the way you're performing the exercise was dangerous or not right. It just means that your body wasn't strong enough for that position yet. And the next most common cause of injuries, especially in a free weights environment, is a drop or a crush injury when you drop a weight and it hits your body, or just tripping and falling in fitness centers in general. So almost having nothing to do with exercise, but when you're walking to the locker room, if you trip over a weight, that's one of the most common ways to get hurt in an exercise setting after overexertion. And if you think about it in terms of risk, right, we want to to reduce the risk of you getting hurt, of course, in a practice. Doing Pilates on a reformer, a tower, a Wanda chair is definitely more dangerous than doing mat Pilates. And that's because the load is higher and there's moving parts and mechanical aspects that can injure you. And the load in Mount Pilates is really light. It just doesn't have the potential of injuring you the same way heavy weightlifting or standing on a reformer and having the spring fail, for instance, could. And that's something that doesn't happen often. You shouldn't be scared of reformer workouts. This is one of the things I think is so 
beautiful about Matt Pilates is how self-sufficient and how self-reliant it can make you. On your mat, you're allowed to play and explore and have fun, change things, do it wrong, do it horribly wrong, and do it like that a bunch until you've found a way that you enjoy. Rest assured that mat Pilates is one of the safest forms of exercise that you can do. I would argue it might even be the safest. So what makes form important in a practice? If you're a big Pilates nerd like me, and you just want to be as close to the system that Joseph Pilates created as possible, then you're definitely focused on form. It also can help to make a movement pattern more efficient. It can help to make it easier or more challenging for you as well. Having bad form is not dangerous though. Just take a look at a contortionist, for instance. Their body is used to that load, they're comfortable with that position, so they're not gonna get hurt doing it, but I certainly would. So it's not form that leads to safety. The most important thing when we're thinking about safety is making sure that we are handling a load that we are ready for, we've built our way up to through progressive overload, not the slight rotation of our ankle or the way our knee is shifting slightly on one side or that shoulder that just lifts a little higher than the other. Don't worry about that stuff. And the final big reason I want you to not worry so much about form, is that so that you can start to develop a practice and a language of movement that you enjoy. It's okay if your plank doesn't look exactly like mine. And if my teaser rolling like a ball or spine stretch forward doesn't look like yours, we all have the things about our own bodies that make us unique. And those are going to make exercises look different on us. Make sure you don't put a value judgment on the way you perform an exercise the biggest thing is that you stay consistent and keep going. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I would love to connect with you on social media, on Instagram or TikTok. You can find me at Ruth Pilates Studio, all one word. If you'd like to try out any of my classes, on-demand programs, and challenges, and join this community of bad bees across the globe, you can sign up today for a seven-day free trial. Just check out the show notes for the details. And lastly, remember to stand so tall and proud. Can't wait to talk to you next.